This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is September 15th, 2023, and finally, The Rock has returned to SmackDown to get in a feud with his family, the Bloodline, question mark? Oh, no. Would, no. Why would he do that? He's scared of Roman. I've been telling you that for over a year now, Glenn. The real answer might shock you. Uh, this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn, joined by Issa, NYC Demodiva. Tonight, it's just the two of us. We can make it if we try. We're talking to you about SmackDown and everything going on in the world of professional wrestling. But hey, man, The Rock is back. It's what we've all wanted. It's what we've all been waiting for. Uh, who knows? Will this lead to something longer term? This was big though tonight. He did have a conversation with Pat McAfee earlier on in the day, which kind of like hinted at some people like, wow, they're all in the same city, you know. Mm-hmm. But he did talk to Pat. And I don't know if you caught that, but there were there were reports that he said that the match between him and Roman for WrestleMania 39 was locked in and some things didn't work out, but he's open for WrestleMania 40. So uh, the basically, basically what we're all saying is Cody will never finish the story. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I when he showed up tonight, I turned to my wife and I was like, if he's here for a bit, this Screen Actors Guild strike ain't ending anytime soon. No, and that's I, the first thing that I thought about. I, I um something not related to this, but I was yeah. listening to some people and how long they they think is, it might go on for, and it just depressed me because of Yellow Jacket's buzz, and I miss podcasting mm-hmm. with you, and I miss the yeah. show, and it just makes you wonder how long things are gonna be on hold, but. Puts it into perspective because I couldn't help but to notice that he said that on the Pat McAfee show. And we avoided a lot of interactions that I feel like if The Rock was a one-off, we wouldn't want to have just for the uh, shits and giggles. You know what I mean? Like Mm. the fact that we didn't see an interaction with anybody on the bloodline, we didn't see an LA Knight interaction, we didn't see a Grayson Waller interaction. So I don't know. I don't know what this means, but it was nice to have him back. And we'll get into that when we get into the show. So not much news happening in the wrestling talent front today. Jade Cargill is winding up uh, her run in AEW, expected to go to WWE per the rumors, per Fightful, per everyone. That is what they think is going to happen. She's going to go to the main roster. Uh, Stay tuned to Wrestling Inc. for the developing news there. Jade is a star. She should go somewhere where they will treat her as such. I don't want to fantasy book anything until it happens, but I think that she would just she would get put in such a bigger platform and, and she's awesome. We, I like Jade a lot. I'm a big fan. Absolutely. And uh, I think she'd do great in WWE. Uh, TKO, now that WWE and UFC have merged, they had a layoff today. Uh, reports ranging from anywhere from uh, dozens to up to 100 people, uh, mostly in marketing and some logistics, some back office, not talent releases. Yeah, um, I mean, WWE does layoffs every year. And obviously, if you've ever been a part of corporate America, this is normal. I'm just hoping that these people are able to bounce back and that they got some big, fat severances, given the fact that this incredible merger has tons of money. So I'm hoping, I mean, they, they, 
some of the names that I was seeing, I was very shocked. And these are higher up positions. So um, nothing but yeah. the best to them. But yeah, it's corporate America. Like a lot of people are talking about it because of TKO, etc. But these corporate WWE layoffs happen every year, just the same as talent. This year, no talent. So, you know, knock on wood that it continues that way and we'll see where it goes. But good luck to everybody that got um, released today. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then uh, Wednesday news broke that SmackDown did like over a million people in the run over 850,000 viewers during the show with Becky Lynch in the main event. So our new yeah. NXT, you're talking about NXT. You said SmackDown. Uh, new you're talking about NXT. NXT. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. NXT. Yes. NXT okay. over a million in the run over. That's huge for NXT to pop that number. It is huge. And I'm not surprised. Uh, Becky Lynch go, went on to tweet ratings, Rebecca, which I popped for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, 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 I was, I'm not shocked they advertised this. I, I think they made the right call putting the title on, on Becky, and we'll see what, what it does for, for NXT moving forward. Is this a one-off? Do people want to see the title? How long are we going to keep her going back and forward within NXT? I think this could really help the brand. Yeah, I think this is going to be huge for NXT. Uh, a bright spot in a very strange time. WWE. I mean, it's 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 terrible that you know, company goes public, then there are layoffs due to redundancies in the combined structure, and it's like that's when we've got The Rock coming back to SmackDown. That's when we've got Becky on NXT. It's just, um, you know, I guess like the song says, you take the good, you take the bad. Uh, so let's talk about SmackDown tonight. Now, Issa, why don't you drive the show and tell everybody how did how did SmackDown open tonight? Uh, SmackDown opened with what we thought was going to be the only surprise, but it didn't end up being the only surprise. But however, we got Pat McAfee's music, Big Pop. Michael Cole was so excited to see Pat come back. Um, Pat um, cut an awesome promo, said, hey, I was just a few minutes up the road. I wasn't going to miss the chance to be here in the greatest show with the greatest fans. And of course, he gets interrupted by none other than Austin Theory. As you know, Austin Theory and Pat McAfee have long history, mm. um, dating back to WrestleMania back in Dallas. Um, Austin Theory started kind of like talking a little bit of crap about uh, Pat McAfee, saying he's going to drop him. And then uh, Pat McAfee says the SmackDown is the people's show. And would you believe me if I tell you that The Rock music hit and it wasn't a swerve the rock was there we saw the return of the rock Glenn. before i tell you what happened after that did you pop how do you feel yeah i mean look we've they couldn't get him for the tribute night to the rock we got the egg from the netflix movie never forget i was at that freaking survivor series i was so mad <laughs> yeah i mean it's crazy that this has been teased when, when's the last time we saw the rock live in the ring that's a great question yeah, I, I, I was mean, trying to think today, and I was like, he's done some video stuff. He's been backstage. I was trying to remember his last appearance. Someone in the chat's going to have to know this. Someone's going to have to have this info. But it feels like it feels like it's been speculated so much yeah. that, you know, it almost didn't feel real. Because I feel that, like, we've been waiting. Oh, SmackDown premiere on Fox. That was, like, four oh, years yeah, ago. Oh, yeah, with Becky Lynch and yeah. Baron Corbin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lego. Yeah. Um, it's weird who they choose to put. Well, like Baron, and I like Baron, but it's weird that like Baron gets the rock rub, Austin getting the rock rub. Like, I'm not surprised. 
surprised about Austin Theory. Austin Theory has been involved with some big names. I think somebody in the chat just mentioned it, but he's been involved with Vince McMahon, you know, Stone Cold. Like, we see yeah. Austin Theory, Rob. Like, the, that goes to show you. I know a lot of people is like, oh, they're not pushing him anymore. He got a John Cena match. Now he's interacting with The Rock. I what mean, they... dirt does he have on Vince McMahon? Don't answer that. Um, so, uh, I mean, it's crazy, right? Because I feel like Austin Theory's gotten all these opportunities and he's a good heel and the kids got potential, but it's kind of crazy when you think about that. He's the project. He's like right. Vince McMahon's pet project. I think Austin Theory and Grayson Waller and possibly pretty deadly are looking to be in mm. really good spots right now from that last set of call-ups. Um, so of course, after the rocks music hits, he comes to the ring. He starts him and Austin Theory go back and forth a little bit. I got to tell you, I thought Austin Theory held his own here. When he did that, it doesn't matter to The Rock. Yeah. I popped. I wasn't a big fan of the censoring. I know that we're on, on Fox and we can't say it. But half of this segment was muted because of the, of, the, of the chance that The Rock was, you know, allowing to say. So that kind of, did that kill a little bit of the moment for you? Yeah, I think, you know, if you're going to let somebody get away with that, and it wasn't like they were saying the C word or anything. I mean, it was it was asshole. Like, that's not I mean, they yeah. say bitch all the time, which yeah, to the but... point where it's just stupid how much they run that into the ground. So I don't know. I don't know why they bothered to. Uh, yeah, I wish they would have not censored it. Maybe just like eat the it's the wrong. Just pay, pay, pay the fine. Pay the fine and letting letting say what he needs to say. But they muted a little bit of the back and forward. After that, the rock obviously hit the people's elbow. Everybody goes crazy, and then Pat McAfee hits his own people's elbow on Austin Theory, who sold this like he gets paid on commission. Glenn, this was like ten out of ten opening segment for uh, SmackDown. Yeah, I thought this was really good. Um, it got the people talking. It got right? the people going. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, everybody's wondering, what, what does this mean? I don't know, but it's provocative. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this was great. This was the most unexpected opening. I thought when I saw Pat and The Rock today on Pat's uh, podcast and YouTube channel, I saw that clip on Twitter going around. I didn't realize they were in the same city as SmackDown. So yeah. I was like, oh, did, did, you know, Pat ask him? I wanted to know about that. Um, and then people started to do the math. I'll say this. If he was in the same city and he didn't do this tonight, I would be like, oh, yeah, he ain't coming back. When I saw Austin, I'm sorry, when I saw Pat McAfee, I kind of like my spidey senses went up immediately because I was like, you cannot put all over socials that you guys were hanging out together and get one of them in the building and not the other. You know what I mean? I mean, it was nice that it wasn't spoiled. Like a lot of it was us fans speculating because we knew that we're so close to SmackDown, like a lot of it yeah. was just people saying, oh my God, is The Rock going to show up? But it wasn't specifically spoiled. Mm -hmm. It felt like a surprise. And again, awesome, awesome surprise. And then, can you hear me okay? Or are you, am I frozen or are you frozen? <laughs> yeah, I got you. It's breaking up a little bit. I don't know if it's breaking up for the audience there. Um, okay, yeah. It's it was like, just stuttering um, a little bit. Now he's just moving in slow motion. Now yeah, I don't know what's up. going on. Hold on, hold on. It, it might, well, hold on. I'm on Wi-Fi. Okay, I think it might be me. Is it me? I'm frozen. Okay, that's good to know. 
I'm going to fix this. Uh, am I plugged in? Okay. I think it's you. <laughs> oh, everyone says you're fine and I'm freezing. I think it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. I'm going to... I'm going to fix this. He's to keep talking to the people. Okay, I got work. you. I'll move into the second segment while you fix your stuff. Uh, so we don't know who's got the crappy internet today. We, we all have yes. crappy internet around here. But um, the second segment, after that amazing opening, I kind of felt bad because I was actually looking forward to Finn Balor against AJ Styles. Like, how can you not look forward to that match? Uh, Judgment Day comes out. That's the first thing we see after the Rock segment for the Finn Balor and AJ Styles match, which was a banger, but I feel like people were still like recovering from that opening segment and talking about it. So I don't know that this got the love that it should have got. Um, but of course, Jimmy also kind of like, was Jimmy also involved in this? I'm pretty sure Jimmy also was doing some things. No, Damien Priest, I'm sorry, it was Judgment Day. And Damien Priest kind of hold back AJ Styles to give Finn Balor the win here. Um, I don't know. AJ Styles seems to be all over the place in this episode. So was Jimmy also. This seems to have been fixed. Is it fixed? I see. I, I, I think have I'm okay. Both. Can you hear me? We both, yeah, we both look good on my stream. Okay. Well, that's what matters. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think that uh, this was a very tough segment to follow. And it's a problem because everybody was talking about The Rock. Everybody was wondering, what does this mean? So to have Finn Balor out there versus AJ, which on any other night, I mean, could be a main event right. in and of itself. Um, with Finn trying to get AJ, you know, to, to join the bloodline uh, or to join the Judgment Day. Sorry, this is where my mind's at tonight, folks. Because uh, I'm wondering well, what's Finn, up with the Rock Finn and the bloodline. That's getting, all the yeah, people want to know. Uh, so, yeah. Trying to get Jay into the bloodline. He's recruiting everybody, but poor JD McDonough, yeah. who have actually been helping them. Nobody wants him there, but they're inviting everybody else to join. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Finn Balor wins. Well, you, Finn Balor gets yes. the win. After that, we go backstage to the segment that brought the nostalgia factor to a million percent where we finally see The Rock interact with John Cena. They get a big hug, and John Cena welcomes The Rock back home, even though he hasn't been home in the last, I don't even know how many years. He's only been here for like a week. But it is John Cena who welcomes The Rock home. I think Glenn is still delayed. Super weird. Weird connection problems. Okay. I'm having good. very weird going. problems on my end. I don't know what's it's, going on. I'll let you. I'm, go, I'm gonna I'm I gonna was... refresh. I'm gonna refresh. Yeah, do that. Anyway, so you guys, like I was saying, John Cena welcomes the rock back home, which I thought was funny. It was cute, right? For the nostalgia factor of things. I personally thought that there was a it was a good segment to see them interact, even if it was for a quick moment backstage um after that we head over to jimmy uso and finn balor jimmy explains what he did to repay him for last week and balor plans the idea of reuniting jimmy and jay by having them both join judgment day which to me if you guys want to know it doesn't make any sense for them to break out of the bloodline to go join another different faction but that is where we're at with that. Apparently, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go ahead and try to recruit both Usos into the Judgment Day, which I feel makes absolutely no sense. Um, Jimmy kind of like stays thinking about it, and that's how we left it with 
uh, gay as well. I don't think either one of them is joining um, Judgment Day, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Usos join Judgment Day and just like take advantage of them like they did with the tribal chief Roman Reigns. After that segment, LWO is standing by and we hear from LWO, we had Santos Escobar very, very well dressed in a suit. I got to tell you guys in the chat, I'm going to be very honest with you. Are you back? Are we good? Maybe. Let's see if it lasts. Okay. Let's see if it works. Okay, perfect. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you okay. I'm using something, Issa, just think about your own uh, joke of what this is the punchline to, but I'm using a setting on my router called load balancing. <laughs> okay. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Um, so I was talking about, did you notice how Santos looked like a senator tonight on SmackDown? <laughs> Maybe he's running for office. Like, uh, I, did you not think for a second yeah. he was turning? Did you not think yeah. for a second he was turning? Because you had Cruz and, and Joaquin in the back with their t-shirts. Selena always looking like a million bucks, raising gear. But Santos just looked, he just stood out. Oh, God, Uncle Howdy. Santos just stood out. Like, and I was like, oh, God, they're going to turn him. But that's not what ends up happening, you guys. What ends up happening is Rey Mysterio cuts a promo. Santos says, hey, when I was attacked and I didn't have my opportunity for that title, you, stu you stood up for LWO, but now I would love to make my dream a reality. He said he dreams about going for the United States Championship on a match against his idol at Fastlane. And for a second there, Ray asked why he's going to swerve, but he's like, you really going to ask me for a title shot? Yeah, you wouldn't. It wasn't even supposed to be your title to begin with, Ray Mysterio, but we don't need to get into that. Hopefully Glenn is back. If not, I'll keep running yeah. solo. Okay, Vegas good. Internet. <laughs> Vegas internet, you know, after the cyber attacks, it's all happening. Um, I mean, I love seeing the LWO. I thought they looked great tonight. Um, mm -hmm. It's interesting the direction they're going in within the yeah, Street Santos. Profits coming out. Santos oh, yeah. asked his idol for that match for the United States Championship at Fastlane, and Ray accepts they're going to be facing each other. Um, and as they're like going to hug it out and be La Familia, Bobby Lashley's music hit. Happy Spanish Heritage Month to Bobby Lashley. 
a lot of people, a lot of people were shocked by this. And I'm just going to flex a little and say, I talked to Bobby Lashley about how he is from Panama over a year ago. This is all news, you guys. Just go watch my interviews on Lucha Libre hmm. Online, Cheap Plug. When I interviewed Bobby Lashley, we talked about how his entire family is from Panama, and he came to the States very young. He didn't have a chance to learn Spanish, but they are, in fact, uh, Hispanic. So all news to me, just watch my interviews. Bobby Lashley comes out with the three prophets, said they're going to... Um, they, they, they want they want to fight. They wanted to fight, Glenn, and they called out LWO. And as soon as Cruz and Joaquin accepted the accepted the challenge, did you automatically think that LWO was losing? Because I love it. I'm LWO, but I knew what was going to happen. However, yeah, it was it was to. a squash. It was a squash. I know. I know. <laughs> like the LWO. Remember, like five four months ago when the LWO was like the hottest thing. Remember the end of back. Well, not the end. Should have been the end. Main, the main event should have been Priest and Bad Bunny, and I would yeah. that's a hill I'm dying on. And, and you had all of LWO hoisting Bad Bunny up in the air. LWO felt larger than life that night, right? And now here we are. If it's not Santos, Selena, or Ray, I have very low expectations on how their matches are going to go. But I, maybe they had to cut back time. I don't know, right? I'm not backstage. I don't know. The, the opening segment went on long. I don't know. Maybe this is the match that they cut back, but this was a squash. The Street Profits won in like five minutes. And then they, uh, of course, they continue to attack, and that brought out the rest of LWO to save the yeah. L- LWO. There's oh, there LWO and there's LWO. You know what I mean? Well, there's the L, and then there's the W. And this was Cruz del Toro <laughs> and Joaquin Wilde. So it wasn't like Ray and Santos, like Ada Pin. Yep. And then after that, we go into the rematch that everybody's been waiting for, your favorite L.A. Knight, yeah, against The Miz. We played a very long video package telling the, the, their few, like that video package seemed to have gone on forever, in my opinion. Um, and then we get the rematch. And I thought this was a very, very fun match in ring. I thought it was mm-hmm. better than what they did at, at Payback. But maybe on Payback, a lot of people were paying a lot of attention to Cena, since he was the special guest referee, and that wasn't the case here. But I thought both of these guys delivered. But, of course, uh, LA Knight delivers a BFD for the win. The winner is LA Knight. Uh, before I get into LA Knight's promo after the match, what do you think of the match? I thought the match was good. I'm getting used to seeing these guys. Uh, I think we need to move past this now at this point. Yeah, me too. And um, and I will get into the promo, but my first thought was, before he started calling people out, we have to move LA Knight into a significant field. He keeps getting these wins, I know. but they're wins for nothing. They're wins that means nothing. He is racking up a winning streak, but for what? Like, you want a Slim Jim Battle Royal and two matches against yeah. him? That where, doesn't where, really... Where's Dolph Ziggler? Bring him back. Put him in a feud with LA Knight. All right, I'm going to need you to relax right now. Um, So after the match, LA Knight grabs the mic because of of course, we can't miss him cutting a promo. I'm still very baffled that we didn't see any interaction between The Rock and LA Knight. What a huge miss opportunity, don't you think? Yes, and I mean, it's interesting that he's talking about Rey Mysterio, Gunther, Seth Rollins, or Roman Reigns. Like, he's got to... He keep Roman Reigns' name out of his mouth. But he's anyway. got to win something significant. Right. I think that he needs to move into at least the United States Championship once we get uh, past Rey versus Santos. Yeah, yeah we, we need to give him, like, a real... Something real to go for. 
I did find it very interesting that he called out all of the champions from every show. Is LA Knight now automatically allowed to go back and forth? Because I thought he was just going to Raw because he was feuding with the Miz, but he's out here calling out Gunther. You don't want the mm. smoke, bro. Yeah. That, Nobody that wants that well. Gunther smoke, you know? Anyways, um, after that, we go backstage to Sonsa Kwan Paul Heyman discussing the whole Jimmy Uso thing. Uh, I just want to make a quick mention to Paul Heyman's bloodline cell phone case. It was beautiful. Where do I get one? Uh, <laughs> Etsy, maybe? No, I don't want a bloodline. I don't trust the bloodline. I trust nobody but the tribal chief and mm. Roman Reigns should do the same thing. Anyway, so Sequoia says, hey, I know what I need to do. And Paul Heyman is very confused about who made the call. And then we go to a break. And then back from break, we go backstage to a segment between Adam Pierce and Pretty Deadly. Pierce yes, says that, boy. Yeah, Pierce says that he hears that Elton shoulder is healing and he should be back in no time are you excited to see them back and i love that he's like why are you in a wheelchair yeah <laughs> it's his shoulders yeah. i said that since the beginning i was like i don't understand and i think that for a period of time they were like going back and forth over who they would put in the wheelchair for some mm-hmm. reason i feel like i've seen them switch wheelchairs but anyways i can't wait to see them come back and i'm glad that they're keeping them in um in backstage segments we also see a little bit of a backstage segment between Damage Control before um, before we go into the match. And then we go into Asuka versus Bailey with Dakota Kai at ringside. No, Io. Where do you think Io was tonight? She's training for her match with Asuka. Okay, well, that's good. I, I kind of figured Asuka was going to get the win here because the title match is next week. Yeah. So you want to take Asuka in with a big win. But the, the Asuka gets the win, obviously, guys. But... But Shotzi. We did get a, a that's what I'm saying. We did get a little bit of a of a in, interaction between Bailey and Shotzi. So you think they're keeping that going, right? Yeah, they have to. Like, and I think I think Shotzi needs to win that feud. Me too. Me Maybe too. she cuts Bailey's hair. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I don't know. I don't know. Like, you well, you really can't do a hair versus hair because she, there's like. Yeah, I know. No hair to cut. And I can't believe we're already here, but wow, it, actually, even the show tonight, I don't know if it felt this way, but to me, it felt like it flew by. Yeah. I mean, well, like, it's, you know what it's kind of like? And I hate to say this, but um, if you start the day, you know, and they tell your class, like the, the first class of the day, you're like, hey, everybody, we got great news. Like this Friday, we're taking a field trip to Six Flags. That week just flies by. Right. I you felt know? that way. And, and I do think that the opening segment was quite long, but the matches were smooth. I mean, we yeah. had a minute match too, so that also helped. But The Rock is back, and we're going by. to Six Flags, Isa. Yeah, we just The need Rock our parents is back. To sign our permission slips. And then we're going. The Rock is back, and the rest of the show just flew by because we are here on the main event. It was the Grayson Waller effect. I, man, they advertised the crap out of this all oh week, my God. all show. Like I thought, I thought maybe that's when The Rock was gonna come back, just based on so many freaking, um, so many freaking in, like advertisements of it. But yeah, we went into Grayson Waller with special guest John Cena. Were you a fan of what Grayson Waller did this week on social media? Did you pay attention to that? I did not see that build. I was kind of kind of busy this week. So he said that he's been studying John Cena and he was going to like do this thing where he just tweets positive things the way that John Cena does, but it was a very sarcastic, positive, like always give up or 
So yes, oh take God. the rest. Take the rest of the day off. You're already lazy every other day. Why would you change today? It was that kind of positivity. If you have a chance, go back and go through Grayson Waller's timeline this week. It was quite entertainment. My kind of motivation. We have a super chat. I can't highlight it, but you can. Yes. Why don't you read it, though? Roman Reigns is scared of Bobby Lashley. I'm not sure why that's being brought up. Like Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns. Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns did have bangers of matches in the past. And Bobby Lashley did beat Roman Reigns in the past. But that's not the case right now. Bobby Lashley is not coming anywhere near Roman Reigns anytime soon. No, Bobby's got to, you know, Matt Morgan, who, by the way, I'm doing a podcast with again with Matt and Raj Geary on Sundays. Gigantic pop. Search for it on YouTube. This week, we're talking about the Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. But Matt Morgan said the dream job for any wrestler is you get on TV on a regular basis and you don't have to take bumps. So I think if Bobby Lashley is at that stage of his career where the Street Profits could do the fighting and Bobby can cut the promos and get the check, I think Bobby is pretty happy with that arrangement. Agreed. Uh, another super chat from Sheldon Jackson saying, watching Ellen Rampage, they announced Britt Baker challenging for the TBS title and the Ring of Honor six-man tag champs, the Embassy versus the Hung Bucks at Grand Slam. Wow. That makes sense. I mean, both of these fields have been going on for so long that they have to come to an end somewhere, right? We haven't seen any of these people interact ever. Yeah. But we're just going to throw the match together. Listen, we'll get into that at the at the AEW show, but that doesn't make any sense to me. And that's that's one of the things that I struggle sometimes with AEW. When they tell a story, it's really good and you want to see the matches, but a lot of times they'll just throw matches together. And Britt Baker has taken like six losses on TV and are you going to challenge for the TV? Anyways, anyways. This was amazing tonight that John Cena sat there silent while Grayson Waller just ran his mouth. There was one of the fake tweets in the bottom of the screen, and he says, I feel the sunshine every time Grayson Waller smiles. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a big fan They're of so the good. fake. No, I'm so a big good. fan of the fake tweets that, go, that scroll through the bottom. But anyways, so Waller says that he has Cena to be on the show for a reason. He tells him that he needs some help and some advice. He tells Cena that he needs to be more like him, like Grayson Waller him. Cena looks to speak, but Waller continues to talk. Cena has had enough and starts taking off his hat and he's sharing grace on Waller. It's like, hey, this is a talk show, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he finally lets John Cena talk, but he gets interrupted by none other than Jimmy Uso, which I will say, we kind of already saw them interact. So for all the advertising that they did for the Grace on Waller yeah. effect featuring John Cena, it was a little bit of a letdown, don't you think? Well, I was like, okay, we're getting Grayson versus Cena in something, but the Jimmy coming in interrupting makes me think we're getting Jimmy Uso versus John Cena, which is a great feud. I think we're going to go into a tag match, don't you think? Well, uh, yeah, that's Jimmy that's and Grayson against work. AJ and Cena, right? Then uh, Jimmy attacking Cena, Solo coming out, and then AJ coming to aid Cena. Like, what's going on here? And I think back, you know what it made me think of. That I want to watch again. AJ and Cena, their match at the Royal Rumble. Oh my God. I was there for both their their first match at SummerSlam, and I was there for the Royal Rumble match. And it's like it's it's some some of my favorite wrestling oh, I ever seen. Phenomenal. So this that could go first in match, a number so of directions. The energy was insane. Yes. Um, this could really go in a uh yeah, this this could uh really go in an interesting direction. We'll see where it goes, but that's like that's the end of SmackDown, as you mentioned. Uh, so Zakoa comes out, 
kind of attacks Jimmy at first, but then he goes at Cena. Then mm -hmm. they kind of team up. AJ Styles makes the save while Grayson Waller sits on his desk and kind of fanboys the entire time. It was great. If you, if you pay attention, the little things that he does, he never misses when it comes to staying in character. Um, also, big pop for Pat McAfee because the entire interaction between The Rock and Austin Theory, Pat McAfee was all of us in the background, oh, yeah. just like marking out, and I appreciated that from him. No, and meanwhile, I'm sure. That's not down. I'm sure the Rock I mean, was uh, the Rock's still backstage, and Vince McMahon just keeps naming numbers, and the Rock just keeps going higher, higher. That's okay. We'll give him yeah. what he wants because we. I want to see him get smashed by the Tribal Chief. No es como suena. Uh, so Jane Young saying, "I hope the Glennies have a great weekend." Thank you, Jane. You as I well. I hope you have a great weekend too, Jane. Thank you. Uh, Sheldon Jackson, Buck 99, saying Brits matches main event in collision tomorrow. Wow. Did we have the, did we already have the TBS title match for tonight? I believe that's happening at Grand Slam. Oh, okay. I'm so or, confused. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What's I happening. thought that we were getting Jade and, and. Yeah, I thought that was the last one tonight. Okay. Because so, I'm, I'm watching Rampage over here on Quiet, oh. but I haven't been paying attention. On Quiet. I'm mute. Just mm -hmm. Quiet. What's going on on Ooh. NXT level up? Uh, Cornell Bryant, 499, saying it makes so much sense the Rock gave Solo the order, but to attack Cena? Hmm. Listen, we saw Nia Jax come back on Monday. Oh, we yeah, I forgot Rock about that. Come back. These, are, these are all bloodline people. We might be forming the bloodline 2.0 without the flaky Usos this time. <laughs> <laughs> How was Nia's return today on Watch Monday? It was, it was a return. Okay, it was a return. Okay. Look, I'm not. I I, I wasn't expecting it. I, I I just like. I feel like there was people in the raw roster that are ready for Rhea. Like we've seen impressive performances from Shayna Baszler. Like she mm. sent Ronda Rousey out of here. I think. Yeah. Uh, so it starts have been killing it. So from then to bring back Naya, when I feel like there's people that have been getting big wins and and deserve a shot, mm -hmm. kind of feels a little. That that's just me, maybe nitpicking. But she also cost Raquel the match. So I'm very mm. curious to see which direction they'll go with her on Monday. Is, are they going to go with Nia and Raquel first? Or are they going to go with Nia and Rhea Ripley first? I'm not sure. But I just thought that there was, I just thought that it felt not necessary. Not for the title picture. There's other people that have done the work. Yeah. I mean, you know, my favorite, uh, Actually, my favorite thing Naya was ever involved in when she was um, like uh, going against her match, I think it was with Bailey in NXT. Oh my God, the, the London match. Yeah, yeah. When nobody like, yeah, that was amazing. Bailey struggled so much. She kept like trying to choke her. Like, I love that match actually. Yeah. Isn't that uh, when the Bailey song singing in, in the UK mm -hmm. was born too? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, we're nerds. Ryan Ramirez, Buck 99. What a great show tonight. Love the show, guys. Thank you so much, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. I, I like, I even like, do you remember when she did the, I, and I know this is a Eva Marie thing, but she also had a little bit of a story with Eva Marie and she was, I was a fan of. Yeah. yeah, I was a fan of that too. I loved uh, Nia Jackson, the men's Royal Rumble, when she entered the men's Royal Rumble. That's a spot that I don't think any of us would ever forget. Mm. Um, but, you know, there was, there was a little bit of a story that I saw and I have completely forgotten about this. It's like the last time she was in a match, with Rhea on Monday Night Raw, she ended up like, Rhea made her bleed. So I don't know if they'll bring that back into the story. I don't know what will go here, but 
again, I think like you give Chaina Baszler this humongous win. She has all the momentum. People were chanting, thank you, Chaina, you know, mm -hmm. right after SummerSlam. And now she's just, looks like they're going to put on a tag team with Zoe. Both of the women that could be great contenders for Rhea Ripley right now. Yeah. Anyways, but it, it was good. It was a good return. I will tell you one thing, though. She was dressed in black and purple. So for a second, I thought that she had joined Judgment Day. And because Dominic was like barred from ringside, they had sent her in, you know, to kind of like help Rhea. But that wasn't the case when she ended up attacking Rhea as well. But she attacked mm. both women. She looked great. It's an exciting week. Becky the Lynch Rock is, is back. The Rock is back. Becky Lynch is the NXT Women's Champion. In sync reunited. Oh my god. Uh, Shakira gave a 10 minute medley performance at the VMAs the other night. That was incredible. She is incredible. She is incredible. It's a good week. It's I mean, a lot of bad week. stuff happened too, but that's good. good yeah, stuff. but I was, I was happy. I, I give tonight's SmackDown a 9 out of 10. I mean, and I know that that opening segment is probably like 9.99. 9. Yeah, because The Rock was there. The nostalgia was good. Feels good. You got everybody watching wrestling in a good mood. That's my favorite thing. Like, it just felt like for a second, nobody was bitching about wrestling. We were all happy. We were all enjoying it. I miss those days, Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> good times. Well, everybody, hope you have a great weekend. Issa, what do you have going on this weekend? Uh, I don't have much going on. I think I'm going to take some time to reset, refresh. You know, next week, the wrestling here in Puerto Rico starts again, so I'll be busy running around. So... Those weekends of back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back, uh, PLEs and pay-per-views kind of kicked my butt, so I'm still kind of recovering from that. Beer Money saying, NSYNC and Shakira on the MTV Awards, The Rock on SmackDown. Is it 2001? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. You oh. know what my favorite thing was, yeah. and I hate to say it, but like when The Rock first showed up, the camera pans to these two little boys, and I was like, they never even seen him wrestle. <laughs> like, you should have fed into a grown adult. Those are the ones that understand how big this moment is. The rock hasn't Huge. been around for years. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone, to hanging out for with us tonight. Uh, Killer Demon 669, Dillard Matthews, Ricky Zaldivar, MDB 999, Jack Roman, Lego Brick Collector, Cornell Bryant, JT098, EGAG, Tori, Sheldon Jackson, Nagata DeVita, and hey, Alicia A, and the rest. And it got a DeVita, like the song. I love that. Yes. Ah, this was fun tonight, folks. It was fun. Thank it was you. a fun episode. Bye. Thank you, Mr. 412, Sheldon Jackson, Jane Young, Cornell Bryant, and Ryan Ramirez for the Super Chats. Check out Issa's live streams and watch-alongs during... Feels like every wrestling show. Basically. <clears throat> Come back Monday night for Handsome Jack Farmer talking about Monday Night Raw. And this Sunday, I think we're going to do it at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Gigantic Pop over on the Gigantic Pop YouTube channel. Myself, Raj Geary, and Matt Morgan reunited, and it feels so good. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.